you go to page 37, look on panel three, he literally says, hey, John, <laughs> I, <laughs> I am an honest badass. And whether you don't believe me on your little podcast or not. Maul hates murder balls. Maul hates pirates. Maul hates bar patrons. Maul hates waiting. Maul hates platitudes. Maul hates cocktail parties. Today, we discuss Darth Maul 1 through 4 on this edition of the 11 Parsecs Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the fourth, maybe third podcast of the 11 Parsecs Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Eric. I'm here with my good buddy, John. Hello. And uh, tonight we're recording uh, about Darth Maul's comic, the uh, the miniseries. And we're, we're not going to the end of it. We're, we're just going the first four episodes of the comic book. But uh, this is good. I, I really feel like we, we dipped our toes in the water of comic books last week. And this week we are full bore into one massive, really awesome uh, arc for comics in Star Wars uh, New Canon. What... what, what um, John, we, we talked about this uh, in the first part. Well, all right, so l- let's talk about this a little bit. So we have yeah, what we let, call... Let's let's put this to bed once and for all. Yeah, we have what we call the prequel podcast, which in technical terms, in Apple, Spotify, uh, Universe, uh, it's podcast number one. We call it the prequel podcast. It's the podcast where we described our project, our project being a quick summary, is that we are attempting to read, watch, listen to, and play all of the comics, uh, books... Audio dramas, video games, movies, TV shows of the new canon Star Wars. And we're doing it in chronological order. Um, So as we progress through this chronological order, we are going to encounter different types. Uh, Every podcast is going to be a different type of media. Uh, This week we're on comic books, like we were last week, where we were uh, reading um, the Age of the Republic series. But, again, our podcast Zero was really like a 10- to 15-minute podcast that just kind of described this project, not really our first podcast. So, so John and I have been going back and forth. Is this our third podcast, or is this our fourth podcast? It is episode three. It is episode three, period. Okay, so, so you're, you're taking a hard line here. I mean, this hard is line like, on a okay, trivial so, so, subject. So, so, that is, that so, is my, so, so, my forte. <laughs> hard line on a trivial subject. So we are ignoring podcast one. That was a mere prequel. That was just setting up the the awesomeness that was podcast number one. Technically, podcast number two. No, 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 no. <laughs> so it's 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 podcast number one was really episode nothing, right? Okay. Podcast so I, I, number two was episode one. It's okay, really so, quite clear when you look at it that way. So this is technically podcast four thirds, and we're gonna, <laughs> and we're gonna go. So so as we as we normally do in our podcast, let's uh, let's dive in number one with um, what are you drinking, John? Uh, tonight, I am enjoying uh, a recent discovery of mine from Cherry Street Brewing, which is a local brewery to us, and it's their Erie Hop Double IPA. It is, in my humble opinion, a darn near perfect beer. And, and what's, what's amazing about this beer is that we uh, both went to pick up some food and drinks from Cherry Street uh, about two weeks ago, and they did not have this in the actual brewery. And I could tell you were bummed about it because you really wanted to try it. Yeah. And you went to a local liquor store that happened to have the beer, right? They happened to have it, and so I greedily snatched it up. Did you snatch all of it up? Uh, no, okay, I'm not that greedy. It's expensive beer. How much is it? I don't know. They, they, they usually serve by the pints. <laughs> so there's four, pi- four pints for... Four pints per yeah, four pack. Four, so yeah, how four, much did four you pay? pints. Uh, I, I, honestly, I don't remember. But if I had to guess, it was in the in the low teens, which okay, is not crazy. That's, that's, that's yeah, not that's crazy. not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, because because so so we're we're really lucky where we are, and that we have tons of different cool Atlanta breweries that make really good beer. But I have found that the prices have varied so much uh, as of recently that you can go in and get four pints for twenty bucks, and then you can go get four pints for like. Eight bucks, and it's such a variance. And the, and the beer, I don't feel like uh, coincides with that variance. Like some of it's really good for eight bucks, and some of it's oh, really sure. good for twenty bucks. Yeah. So, it, it, and again, it's subjective, but still, it, it's a it's a very weird industry right now. And that I think people are trying to make extra money because, and hey, I get it. You're trying to make extra money because everything's shut down. You know, I, I you know I understand it, but also um, some of these sometimes when you go look at four pints for like twenty bucks, and this isn't a you know at a bar or anything. This is bring home and drink in your in your basement. So uh, kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was neat, and, and I enjoy the fact that you're talking low teens. I mean, you're talking you know, twelve to fourteen bucks. I, I think we could do an entire 
podcast on the uh, trends in the beer industry. In fact, we probably should do an entire podcast series on that. Um, but anyway, moving on back to Star Wars. So, all right. So we read uh, Darth Maul. We read the first four episodes. Uh, sorry, the first four episodes. We read the first four comics of this five comic series arc. Um, this is where we are in the timeline. Uh, so this is the. So all right. So so I I felt kind of bad and well I, I didn't feel bad. I, I felt really excited about our episode uh, one slash two uh, that uh, we talked about uh, Master Apprentice because I, I felt like that was a really good book that we got to read early on and was a really good thing for me because I'm like, hey, John's not going to not gonna be like, oh, I don't know if this is worth it because it was a really good book. And I felt like the comics that we read last week, The Age of the Public for Qui-Gon Jinn, um, that we talked about on episode two, three, uh, that one was kind of um, not... They were good, but they weren't great. And, and I'm you were really... far, far too critical. Oh my uh, god! Well, no, they were they were, oh, they were good. It's balance hard. was Again. balance was well done. We don't need it to rehash was, that. But balance it, was good. The other one, no. Okay, right. So yeah, a mix. It's hard. It's hard to convey a story in one comic book. So now we're on the arc. We're on the first arc with Darth Maul. We've got six comics. We just read the first four. I'm sorry, we got five comics. We just read the four issues. First four issues, and um. Let's um, we did this in episode one slash two where we gave an opinion on uh, a number one through a hundred. What did you think about this this comic arc so far in the first four comics? And you honestly think that uh, I would be prepared for that question because no, you're uh, not prepared for it. That's why I'm, I'm not asking prepared you. for it. That's ex- that's exactly why I'm asking you. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, by um, the way, I'm drinking yes. a white claw. Thank you for oh, asking. Sorry. sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. I I, I just got home from tennis practice and it's I ran to the fridge and it's well, not I know it. I know it's not beer. It's not beer. But I'm drinking it. And it's it's tasty. Rate me for not asking the question, and then answer it with (laughs) not a beer. Okay. Did you hear that? Did you hear that snap? Did you hear that snap? I did not. That's the snap of madness. Sets her madness. Um, okay, so, so all right, so let's get back. Let's get back to the comic art. Oh, one through a hundred. Darth well, Maul. Okay, so I have to base this on the first four episodes. Yeah, you totally right? do. Yeah, you, first you, four. You have you haven't read the fifth one. So I don't know how it ends. Uh, so I can't really judge that. But based on the first four, uh, I'm I'm going to go with with honestly like low eighties, high seventies. Okay, okay, a little lower than I thought. I I uh, first four for these for me. I I feel like is very good art and very good story. Um, I mean, all right, let's jump into it because I'm eager to hear where your where your where your numbers coming from. Sure. Um, let's start out. Uh, comic one. Let me set the stage a little bit. And and, and since we've got four to cover tonight, let's go. We're gonna go kind of quickly, but I'm just gonna kind of bring up the main kind of uh, 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 panel collections. I guess is the best way to say it uh, of the comic. Number one starts out as it always does. We talked about this with Master Apprentice. We talked about this with the comics last week. Starts out in a big action adventure in which something's gonna happen very quickly, and you know what's gonna happen. So we've got what looks to be a team of bounty hunters going on a new planet, Tuan Kati. I think is the name of it. And Tuan Keti, and uh, they feel like they're wandering through a forest. It's just like kind of like a like a like a like a mushroomy bioluminescence forest, and they feel like they've been set up that they're almost bait, so that the person that hired them can um, do something. They, they don't know what's going on. There's four of them, and then suddenly this Rathar comes out of nowhere and just starts pummeling them. And then you get this kind of like. Uh, Kind of a an overdub, a kind of like a like a like a narration by Maul himself saying, "These weaklings, you know, I'm I'm way better than them. I'll hunt these things down. Thank you for being my prey." Type type situation. What did you think of that intro? So uh, first, it was neat to see um, the. I had to go back and look. Is it Rash Rash Rastars Rastars? Rastars. Yeah. So they're the things that on um, on uh, Force Awakens. Uh, Force. Yeah. Force Awakens. Yeah. Them so are, it's are neat bringing. to see them. It's neat to see yep. them. They're, they're meant yep. to be terrifying. They they were they were more terrifying in the confined space uh, of the spaceship in Force Awakens. Here, um, they look really cool, but they're not scary because. Our, our so, bad boy just slices right through him like nothing, all the while monologuing internally, saying, "Look how bad I am. These guys, th- these these creatures are nothing." Okay. Yeah, and I, I think I think that so with the Rathars, I, I think that I had uh, I had uh, Force Awakens in the back of my mind the whole time, and I know how like like just brutal these things are. So I kind of enjoyed that a little bit. I think um, knowing what the aliens is, but you're saying that you you, you did you remember them from Force Awakens or did you not? Oh, like immediately. When you, when you immediately, the, when you it, it, they were yeah, they were unmistakable. The, the, and the design, well, so, yeah, yeah, but so they're not running through a spaceship; they're in their own element. They're in their own environment. Yes, you that's didn't right. feel like they, you didn't feel like they no. were just kind of like, 
They look okay. cool. They look cool. It was cool to see them. Um, the the comic is using them as as a, um, a mechanism to show you how capable Darth Maul is. Agreed. Okay, I, I get it. He's a he's a badass, right? He he just slaughters everything in his path. Unfortunately, that that makes not just the one. Rastars. Yeah, it makes him seem uh, right because it's not just one; it's a whole bunch of them. Uh, plus, well, he didn't kill the other guys, but he killed a whole bunch of those creatures, and so it makes it seem like you know they're they're really not that big a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It, it's I I I enjoyed it because I immediately latched onto the Rathar, and I think that that was like the pivotal point in the scene where I'm like, oh crap, something really big is gonna happen. And he's not even using a lightsaber; he's using a big no, he's stupid using like a axe vibro, thing. like a vibro yeah. axe thing. Yeah, right. And then and then also too, I did enjoy though too. He's like like Marvel sometimes like they'll get bloody in comics or not bloody. They'll get they'll get violent in comics but the scene where the rathar eats through that guy and leaves his shoes standing there it, with presumably his feet inside it that's yeah. a pretty cool panel for me because i'm like i'm like usually usually you don't see star wars marvel going that direction like that much and i was like that's pretty good because that's kind of showing you like oh this this mall guy's really ba um, it's a but, good but way it, to show a lot of uh gore without really showing any gore yeah agreed agreed yeah yeah but uh, yeah that's a great way to say it so all right so the next scene is we, we suddenly shift to Coruscant where where these two jedi are like kind of wandering through the streets and um maul is kind of like again narration sitting up top thinking to himself about how terrible these jedi are and he kind of like hunts them but doesn't hunt them he just kind of like like gets into their feelings to where they're moving around thinking like something's so cold something so evil around here and they walk down different streets and everything, and he's kind of, like, guiding them, but he knows he can't act because Palpatine or Sidious would get totally pissed at him. Um, what did you think about that? Like, what did you think about that kind of, like, I thought like I thought it was amazing that uh, in one panel uh, they summarized the entire uh, Star Wars arc that we know and love. Explain it. You're going to have to get your exposition. You're going to have to give okay. me some details about so that. So the two Jedi uh, track him down a dark alley, and he's hiding from them. So they say, oh, there's no one here. Uh, wait a minute. Can we not rely on the Force anymore? Which is what we know happens in The Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, right? Darth Sidious, yeah. we know this. Darth Sidious clouds the, the, the Jedi's powers. And in, in, in Coruscant, which we mentioned on our yes. last podcast, like 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 you you talked about it, and I remember uh, whenever I was reading this comic, I remember sitting there thinking, you know, John talked about this literally the last podcast is like, why are the Jedi in Coruscant? Why are, why is the seat of power for them uh, the city that is the capital city of the Republic? And 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 it it did randomly, and I don't want to say randomly because because I'm, I'm pretty sure you didn't read the comic yet. It randomly tied into this exact like series of panels. Yes. Like the Jedi are just wandering around Coruscant, like you know, like like yeah, this is our city, this is where we're at. You know, when they don't have to be there, they're not off meditating, they're not off doing anything Jedi esque. They're just wandering around the city, kind of like police force almost. So, so the the Padawan here, the right, there's a master and apprentice, right? Yep. Okay, so the the apprentice says, "Wait, if we can't rely on the Force," and the master shuts him up and says, "Trust in the Force always." And that is that is what we see. The Jedi are Blind. so blinded yeah. to trust in the Force, even though the Force is letting them down. And if somebody from outside had come in and, and pointed that out to them, that your your vision is clouded, guys. Quite uh, they may have avoided the downfall that we know is ahead of them. Yeah, agreed. And this is this is exactly why Qui Gon Jinn had problems with the Jedi. I mean, like, and we, we saw from Master and Prince, we saw from the last comic and the Age of Republic, Qui Gon Jinn. Like, he really he kind of foresaw all this stuff coming. It was just like, what are we doing? What's going on? All right, so, so let's move on. We're still in the, we're still in the first comic, uh, and I want to move on. Um, Sidious and Pop, or Sidious, let's call him Sidious for right now. Sidious gets with Maul, and he says, hey, I've got a mission for you. Uh, I need you to quit doing your stupid hunts, you know, to, to kill the Rathars. I want you to go to a mining uh, colony, and I forget the name of the mining colony, but he wants you to go to a mining colony, and it's kind of to protect the, fa- tr- uh, the Trade Federation and the miners, and we want you to go down there and just kind of see what's going on and see what's happening. So he goes down, jets out, goes down to this place, and basically is pretty much killing everybody until this one guy's like, hey, I've got some information you want to know about. You know, maybe you should not kill me, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to talk about. And in this character I had not heard of, the Zev Rex, and I don't even know if I'm saying it right, Zev Zrexus. Zrexus, uh, yeah. Yeah, Zrexus, I, I think is the way you pronounce it. 
who is somebody that has captured a Padawan somehow. Uh, basically, what they, I, I think the way it's explained in the comic is that uh, the ship went down. The Jedi, the Padawan, were both on the ship. Jedi didn't make it. Most of the crew didn't make it on the ship. Padawan did survive, and she captured the Padawan. She's now selling it in this big kind of like underworld party bidding war type situation. And to be able to bid, you have to be of a certain status in the criminal underworld and that you have to have um, enough um, kind of uh, karma to be able to attend the event even to be able to bid on the Padawan. Um, this was kind of the, for, for me at least, in the first couple of comics, this was kind of the, the hard part for me to figure out because I, I feel like even as a Padawan, it would be tough to get captured i i don't know like what like the jedi get out of every situation you know what i mean it's it's like we've alluded to right. this in the other in the other podcast yeah that's they fun. they they are able to get out of these situations not magically but using the force blah 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 this padawan is 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 legit locked up i mean it, like it's not she's 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 not getting out so what did you feel about that kind of turn in the story i guess is the best way to say it. like it's a very big difference in the stories we've read this far I did not really, I mean, that didn't really strike much with me, um, but I wanted, I'll get back to that. I want to jump backwards a little bit. We saw Maul uh, slaughter the whole herd of Rathars Rath, Rath um, yeah, on that planet, and then he slaughtered an entire spaceship full of um, pirates. pirates, thank you, and we then see him go into the bar, and we know, based on that, that there's not really a lot of danger, you know? Again, and he gets into a fight, and they've established he's a badass. He can take care of himself. Um, so the the problem I have with that is it, it really, in trying to show how much of a badass he is, which I guess you have to do in order for me then to think later to, to have concern for the Padawan, which is what we're getting to, um, it, it makes me not care so much about Darth Maul. Yeah, Does that make sense? So, no, I, I totally agree with you. And, and I think it's actually so. All right, so at the end of the first book, I'm sorry, at the end of the first comic, comic number one, we learn that there's this Padawan that's been captured. That's like the big kind of like like the ending of the story. The second comic, we actually see uh, Maul go to the bar, and he goes to the bar on Narshada, and he's like asking all these questions, trying to figure out um, how he gets. It, it's the, the, yeah, it's the classic uh, cantina scene. You know, I'm yeah, here totally. to yeah, yeah, say totally. your name, and, and everybody stops the everybody record scratch. And, yeah, and looks around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Watch that but, name board. You know, it's, it's so a he, classic so he, setup. Here's the deal, though: is like he gets into this bar fight, and this is a dude that just took out two Rathars, like, like, like the most like violent things in the universe, and then he pretty much gets bested in this bar fight by like a couple of guys. Right, he kills the one guy, the dirty. Uh, oh, what was his name? Dirty um, Calgez, Calgriz, or something like that. But oh, the other right. people, yeah. But, squid, but, but the other, Squidhead. Yeah, Squidhead. Yeah, because he yeah. inks him in the face, and he's like, "Oh, you can't see," which was <laughs> that, that's another. Yeah, that's a whole other like, like we 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 could have a whole podcast about inking in the face. Yeah, it's just a weird thing. But anyways, so he gets bested pretty much by this group, and well, I shouldn't say he's bested. He feels that he's not bested, but like everybody else feels that he's bested. But then he's rescued by Cad Bane's crew. Yes, and, and that's weird to me because you just have this guy that just like killed all these people, killed these two Rathars. Like he, like he, like this inner monologue with him is like, I can destroy anything. I'm ready to take on the entire world of the Jedi. And then like you're kind of like, oh wait, so he gets bested by a couple of dudes in the bar, and gets saved by Cad Bane. And and even he acknowledges like after he gets like so basically, our Singh, Cad Bane. Vin, Th- I always screw up this dude's name. Um, uh, Vorhelio, I think is his name. Vord, I, I don't know if I'm saying it right. Vorhelio is this little insect thing with the insect little, like, guy. knife yeah. piercing things. And so Cad Bane's crew shows up, and, and and I'm a huge fan of Cad Bane. I like Cad Bane a lot. Um, Wait, do you know this character? Yes, I do know this character. This character was in the old canon, and then um, we'll we'll see him more in the new canon. In okay. The comics, I, I have no idea who. And, and actually, are. I, I, and I think he's made appearances on um, some of the. Uh, it was so you know Ara Singh, right, from the original Return of the Jedi. She's no. one of the bounty hunters. Yeah, she's one of the bounty hunters. You mean you mean Empire? Yeah, sorry, in Empire. Yeah, in she's Empire, in she's, Empire. Yeah, she's one of the bounty hunters in Empire. Whenever now I got to go watch painting. that again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, agreed. So, so she's one of those. So she's kind of an older bounty hunter. Cad Bane's been in um, the comics books, and then I. Want to say he's been in some TV shows, but I don't know the TV shows well enough, and we'll we'll see him as as we go on. Um, 
the Van Helio guy I have not heard of. And maybe he's in stuff that I just don't know about. And then um, Tick Tick or Tuck Tuck, the little tick, tick. like Tech yeah. Tech, yeah, the little Martian guy that's the 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 droid ripper putter. Uh, I think is he rounds out Cad Bane's crew. Um, so again, though, I, I enjoy, I did enjoy the kind of back and forth between Cad Bane and them, thinking they're so badass or you know BAs that, that that they don't have to worry about Maul himself. But Maul's like, I could destroy these guys in a minute. You know what I mean? It's got kind of, that 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 was a neat dynamic for me in which like he's like, I fired you guys to go help me find where this Padawan is. We need to go kill this Padawan, or I want to go kill this Padawan without my my master Sidious learning about it. I just want to go kill you know Padawan or Jedi. Um, that was kind of interesting to me just because he's kind of like taking these like really BA people in the galaxy and been like, yeah, you're my, you're, you're my next bounty hunter party that, that gets wiped away just so that I can get to what I want to get to. Yeah. And they, and they're well aware of that. Yeah, they are. And, and that, that's the neat part about it is they're totally self-aware about it. And they're like, what's our next move? And so you get this kind of like working together dynamic and it's not working together dynamic. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, like what do we need to do to protect ourselves versus what do we need to do to make him happy. But and, see that I appreciate that. I, I I like that. I I could not stand if these uh people who live their lives betraying each other suddenly didn't see a betrayal coming. That that's like how what? Yeah, it, double cross. It, it, yeah, it, it's totally it's totally like the other side of the coin from Han Solo. It's the same character just on a different viewpoint. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it's like I've got to protect myself, you know, I I'm willing to help you, you know, Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi get to where you need to get, you know. But I also need to make sure I make money and can smuggle things and that kind of stuff. So it's it's a neat take on, in my opinion, almost a Han Solo-esque character, uh, for Cad Bane at least, or the whole group really, the best way to say it. Okay. I hadn't thought about that, but it does make sense. Okay, so so we've got Tech Tech working on a droid. Oh, go, go ahead. What were you going to say? Uh, no, you're right. We have to cover that first. Yes, he's he's like creating nightmare fuel with this um, Phoebe droid person. Yeah, weird. Gouging weird. his eyes out. Yeah, basically, it's a C three droid that like knows something about where to go and how to get into it to go find this Padawan that you know that of course uh, Maul wants to go to, and this Tech Tech guy is kind of like, well, I don't know, it was kind of weird. Like I, like I feel like with C three droids, like you know, you get the emotion of C three PO, you get the friendship thing with R two D two, you get all that, but then when they're like popping eyes out, yeah, the droid can't see, but the droid, I feel like the droid's just gonna be like, yeah, I can't see. Like, well, like that, that's a question I had actually. Is why my first question was who in who in their right mind would program uh, very strong emotions, strong fear into a droid like that? What what good is that? And then the only thing I can think of is, well, I guess that does make them obedient if they're afraid of being dismembered. Yeah, I mean, I think that the best thing in the Star Wars universe from the movies that we can talk about is I think it was L three from uh, the Han Solo story. It was a very articulate droid, a very emotional droid, um, but I still, at this point in the in the in the timeline, I I feel like we're not seeing that in C three droids, and this is totally described as a C three droid. It's drawn as a C three droid in the yeah. comic, yeah. And and it's and it's weird to me because like I, I, I don't know. I, I guess in the, in, in the last movie, in, uh, you know, Skywalker, you get to see C three PO. You know, I'm looking at my friends. You know what I mean? Like you get that like kind of like. He's got emotions, even if they're not, you know, necessarily human emotions. There's still emotions there. Um, if they're the not fear... productive, I mean, what what good is that? Do yeah, but but yeah, but again, again, the fear emotion is just kind of like what good is giving him fear? I, I don't know. It, it's a weird. It's a weird thing. It, but... it, it as much as it might make him obedient, it would also seriously hinder his productivity. You know, in certain cases. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, like I'm scared to go there to do this certain job. Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, I, I, that's why I hired you. I need you to go, you know, translate. And he's too afraid. Okay, well, that, what good is that? So, okay, so 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 they end up, you know, this droid ends up getting them an invitation to go to whatever this system is that this this auction is going to have for this Padawan. Um, the Padawan was a neat character to me. I really like the fact that she's very strong and she's almost like like even Maul says that he can feel it. Like she's really not a Padawan. She's almost a Jedi Knight. Like, I like the fact that the, they didn't make her um, uh, cowardly, I guess is the best way to say it. Like, they, they really made her a very strong character, and which leads us up to kind of the end of the third comic, which is where, um, l- let's, 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 go, let's go a little bit, uh, a little bit more exposition. So her name is Eldra Caddis. Uh, she is a Padawan, of course. Her master died in the, in the crash, hence she was captured. Um, Zex Zerus or whatever her name is is the one trying to sell her at this party uh, Maul and crew show up at the party uh, during the party Maul and his little like kind of cool like spy droids that we saw um, uh, in, the, in the prequels kind of go find her and where she's at on the ship 
Maul gets busted, kind of almost like going in there and killing her right then and there um, by Zex Ravis. And they have this kind of like weird moment where they're like, let's not tell anybody about this because we don't want anybody to know about it. We won't want you to not know about it. And I don't want anybody to know about it that you were able to get in here. And that was a kind of a weird scene to me. Did you? That was a very weird scene, and I want to talk about it at length, but I do have to point out that that is the second time, Eric, that you have skipped over the part of the comic where we learn of the atrocities that the Jedi committed. What? I don't remember. What what atrocities? The Jedi in Darth Maul, when Darth Maul is meditating, and he's flashing Uh back to... um, Wait, wait, wait. Are you bringing up the wood people from Qui-Gon Jinn's thing again? No, it's right there. I don't know the page number. It's right there when he's he's meditating. They say he's no, no, no. I'm asking if the if him cutting down all the wood people when he was meditating was that the first time that I missed the atrocities of the Jedi? Oh no, no, no. This in in this podcast that is the second time you have jumped over the atrocities of the Jedi to get to the Padawan just so you can talk about the Jedi. You know what? We need to talk about the ugly parts of the Jedi too. All right, let's talk about the ugger parts. Let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about it. So he's he's experiencing in his meditation some kind of flashback uh, at the behest of um, Sidious, uh, where the Jedi, portrayed as as monsters with glowing eyes, slaughter all the Sith people, which I don't know anything no. about because right that's not really covered. So this this is yeah this is this is something we're we're going to get into as we get in further in the canon because I see things that refer to it a lot. Um, I, yeah I. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know yet. Let, let's wait until we get further in the canon before we pass judgment on. You, you don't. You want to pass judgment on the Jedi at this point? I mean, it shows them killing all these people. Look at those poor people. They, they're being slaughtered. Yeah, in a dream. I, I'm not. Look, I'm not going to defend the Jedi. <laughs> yet. I'm not going to defend them. I'm not going to defend them. I'm not going to defend the Sith. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just know that that like. It, it, I just was, noticed for the first time. I going back and looking at the panel. They all have um, Kylo Ren uh, lightsaber styles. That's that's curious. Do they really? I have to go. Look yeah, at this they panel. have they have a crossbars. Okay, so so so. That is strange. They do. That's very weird. But they're so but they're, they're well formed. They're not the the you know flary things that Kyle. Yeah. Has. So 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 in comic book two, before we flash back to the actual bidding war type situation where uh, Cad Bane and Maul and them are going into the thing, there is a panel that's that's a weird panel to me. Like Maul's drawing looks kind of weird like he's like a kid like freaked out yeah. a little bit like he's flashing back to a session when he was a kid where Sidious took him into this vision that's what's yeah happening. but, that, but that's a flashback thing, to it, a it, flashback yeah but Sidious has also modified this a bit I think I, oh, I'm not defending the I'm not defending the Jedi yet I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna do it no I'm, know. I'm playing I, I, with I you that's that's how exactly how I interpret this this is Sidious it's a zombie twisting. they look like zombies yeah yeah they look it's, like zombies in this panel what it, that, that's the Sith that are being slaughtered by the um, by the Jedi Except for those, those no, are, yeah, no, those look at like, yeah, the, on the right, like yeah, Plo Koon yeah, looking yeah, yeah, Jedi yeah. guy. Like they all look like they're right. Like, everybody looks zombie esque. So this, this I read this as this is a manipulation by Sidious uh, to turn Maul to twist Maul into what he has become. Agreed, totally agree. I was you're just having fun Sid- with you because you know it's portrayed as the Jedi slaughtering all these people. Yeah, I, I, did, I, I did skip it, and I, and I agree. And you could totally see the grin on Sidious's face. As he's standing above the young Maul, being like, "Oh my gosh, look at all these people!" Um, but you know, that's how you, that's how you get to kill Rothars, man. That's what you got to do. Sure, yeah. You get you got you got you got you got to take the hate, you know. And, I, and, I and let's let's speak to that because uh, unfortunately for me, that that makes Darth Maul come across as one dimensional. Um, I was really excited about reading this this comic series because I wanted to know more about this character that shows up uh, in you know very few scenes of Phantom Menace. And right, but but is a but, but and to be fair though, the first time I watched that, and the first time you probably watched it, I think you think he is a very mean and badass character. Like he just the look, the moves, like the way he's portrayed, like he looks crazy. And and this, I don't think this humanizes him any, but it but it makes him a little bit more like, yeah, I agree. Like 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 one sided character is in like he's been raised to do this one thing and this one thing only by Sidious. And that's not, I mean, that's a tiny bit of, of coloring in the details of the of the personality, but it's really still just, he's a badass. I mean, that, that, that's that's all we know about him. And um, one other thing I've wanted to mention is, you've mentioned the, uh, the internal dialogue, or the monologue, rather, uh, that narrates through a lot of the panels. That really, for me, that got really old after a while, because the, the classic mantra of show, don't tell, we have endless telling in this comic. 
where he is telling yeah. us directly. A, yeah, B, no, 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 no. I and that's and that's the thing with comics. I think I think you're you're looking in at his brain of what he's telling himself versus what he's actually uh, expositioning to other people. I know, but they're using it as an expository mechanism. Yeah, the the author is, but I, I yes, and it gets old after. I'm just saying it's it's. Don't keep telling me. I, I understand the the um, the the trope of yes, this is internal monologue to himself, and we're listening in. I, I get that. I, I know he's not talking to me, the reader, but the author. No, no. If you look on, as, look, 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 go to page, go to page thirty-seven. Look on panel three. He literally says, "Hey, John, <laughs> I <laughs> I am an honest badass, and whether you don't believe me on your little podcast or not, <laughs> I really am. I really am, John." No, well, I, I, yeah. I I I understand what you're saying. There, there's too much exposition. There's like, a there, little there, too much of the, yeah, of the little, agreed, little agreed. boxes and, popping up. And I think that I think that too, like the first the first two stories, like the or the, sorry, the first two kind of like uh, panel sets where he's killing the Rothar, which you're like, okay, he's a badass. And then the next one, you're like, he's alluding to the fact that he's tricking these Jedi walking around Coruscant, but he's not actually doing anything. He's still a badass. I, I and then Cad Bane and them are like worried the whole time whether he's gonna like come up and kill them and you know stab them in the back when they're doing this mission yeah i i, I get it and i, I don't it, uh, l- l- let me ask you this what yes. other dimension could you give darth maul like i, like I don't after, know i don't I, know the character I, and i still don't know the character after four issues of this comic i all i yeah. know is that that he was twisted into being uh a weapon by sidious which right. i knew i already knew that anyway right, uh, right. you can, you yeah, can yeah, surmise agreed. that from phantom menace Right. And and he's he's a he's a really sharp weapon. He can take out anything. Um and and uh that's it. Yeah. One of the okay. reasons that the, the little dialogue or or what do we call that? Monologue boxes? Uh, one, yeah, of the, monologue. one of the reasons they get old is he's saying the same thing over and over and that is I'm an un- I mean I'm a caged animal and I can't wait to be encaged and these people don't understand how bad I am. I hate them so much. I mean it's the same thing over and over again. And it just it drones on a little bit toward the middle, you know. Yeah, agree. Okay, I, I understand where you're going from there. I, I do, and I, and I think that uh, number one, he's proved that he's kind of a BA. I, I do think that like 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 he's proved that he is the weapon, but it is overdone to where you're just like, okay, I get it, man. Yeah, I get it. You're the Zaylet. You really you're, fully, we, yourself. yeah. You we really, get it. Yeah. We get it. And yeah, you're the one, you know, apprentice to this one master. Yeah, you know, we get it. You were the chosen one. But I, yeah, I understand. I, I, I understand. And and that's part of why I think this panel like makes me laugh a little bit. Like it's bad because I like the art in the book. I really do like the art in the book. I, I think that I think that Rod Reese's cover was amazing for number one. I love that cover. That's one of my favorite comics that I that I have. Um, but that one panel where it, like. Where it shows Maul <laughs> that we were just talking about with the zombie panel, where they're they're killing all the all the Sith and and you know the Jedi are slaughtering and killing all the zombies, um, you see him like the the panel like is like oh no like it's like it's like a weird, it's a weird panel. I, I, it's trying to convey a certain yeah a certain emotion. Yeah, and I don't think that one specific drawing of Maul works, but all the other ones do. But yes, I agree. I did skip over that. I apologize. That was a good conversation. Twice, twice you skipped over it. I know. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. I'm sorry. I just when they're at the party at the at the auction party, yeah. Um, I just I had this this humorous image because he's just always droning on internally about they don't understand you know how I want to kill all of them, and you just you have this this image of this this waiter coming up and saying you know sausage canapé. And he says, thanks. Yeah. No, one day I will kill all of them. I mean, just, just or not just that, but he's like, he's like literally about to get the one thing that he wants by killing this Padawan, like, like saliva dripping from his mouth. And this lady comes in and she says, you can't do that. And he's like, oh yeah, I can't like, like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's like, a, like, so, 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 so to describe what we're talking about and again, or podcast is spoilerful um he sneaks off into the side his one of his little drones has gone and found this padawan and he literally sees her on the other side of i guess what is this barrier type for force yeah force shield, shield or something yeah. like that and he's like he's like he's like oh i'm ready to kill her i'm ready this is it this is what i literally like stopped my mission that my master gave me and went on a side mission just to kill this padawan and he's about to kill her and then zev Rexis, who is just like surrounded by some droidikas. I mean, that's like like she yeah. doesn't really have that many defenses. Like like it's not like she's like some powerful human that, that I don't I don't know whatever I, I don't know what. But he's like, oh sorry, my bad. And, and she's like, you know, and yeah, okay, let's not let that happen again. It, it just comes off as really odd. 
Yeah, I could t- totally agree with that. Yeah, and that that's that's probably like my my yeah that that's one of my problems with with this story thus far. And I like the story actually, I, I really do. But um, I'm just kind of like he's Maul's like, oh, my master would be bad. I need to use my manners. Like it's like a weird like transition <laughs> to where he's like, oh, sorry, was just checking out the goods. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna bid on her. It's good. And this this person this person whose name we apparently can't pronounce, yeah. she's been set up as this this ruthless I mean, who 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 does this? Who auctions off a living human being? Right? So she's this ruthless person and in the moment she says, you know, just let me wag my finger. Let's go back upstairs. Come on. It, yeah, look, it look, really this never This never happened her. for either of us. Like, we both don't need this. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? He's they're, Darth they're, Maul. He's like yeah. the, the apprentice of the Sith, the one apprentice of the Sith. And he's like, <laughs> yes, ma'am. Let's not do this anymore. Yeah. I wasn't here. Okay, so anyways, all right. So, so, so all right. So Maul finds Maul finds her. She uh Zev Rex's fault finds her, blah, 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 blah. Maul's like, I like the goods, I'm gonna bid on her, we're good. They go back up to the party, you know. Stuff happens, you know, whatever the whatever these cool, highly elite parties happen, you know, blah, 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 blah. Then finally the auction comes up. So some dude, and I don't know what, but like a trade, I, I don't know what, I, I'm not going to, I don't know what this person does. But this person bids like 2.5 million or 3 million credits and ends up buying the Padawan. Okay. The Padawan yeah. then uh, is being escorted to his ship and guess who's there? Cad Bane and crew and Maul and they take her. So they kind of hijack the ship, they they kill people on board, grab the Padawan, and just make a go for it. And then, so it's supposed to be the twist in the third the third comic where it's like, hey, Zev Rexus knew this might happen. You know what I mean? Like this kind of like, like... Yeah, I actually like Zev that. Rex- I, I thought that was a neat twist. You did? Okay, so did. Zev really Rexus... Yeah. So, so Zev Rexus has planted a bomb. It was too easy pl- up to that. It was way too easy up to that point. Okay, okay. So, 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 so she... Uh, assumably, she planted the bomb because she... Uh, n- knew that this wealthy person, whoever this person is, uh, was going to end up being the winner of the bet and wanted to fry the ship. What happened was she happened to get Maul and company because they took over the ship before the guy could get back with the Padawan. So the bomb goes off and it blows outward instead of inward, so it doesn't hurt anybody on the ship, but instead makes the ship crater toward the moon in which everybody was doing the bit. Uh, the the yeah, I think it, I think it is the moon that this bidding place happened at. So yeah. the ship comes back down and lands. And then, now I will say that I kind of did enjoy this part of the story. Zavraxis, or let's call her Jenny. Jenny was smart enough to say, hey, I knew that this bomb was going to go off. Basically, what now that I'm doing is that now that this ship has crashed, I'm going to sell hunting license to go hunt down and kill the Jedi yourself for 350 thousand credits or something like that right. and she starts going around the party and being like hey you want to go down there and kill them well you, you'd still do it for a lot cheaper than you were going to do it when you bid 350k and that's kind of a neat that's kind of a neat twist i enjoyed that i thought that was yeah. a good part of the story i thought it was very good very well done yeah it, it's 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 one of those chess moves step ahead type things that i like and that um anyway she, so she starts selling these 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 licenses to run down to the moon. I, I don't know what authority she has to sell these licenses but whatever it, it, it's part of the story so these groups of people at the party are like, yeah, let's go kill the Jedi, or, or let's go kill the Padawan, blah, blah, blah. What they don't know necessarily is that Maul and company and Cad Bane and his crew are saying and all those guys are down there with the Jedi running around the planet. Um, I think that's the end of book three is where we see them crash onto the planet. Um, Tick Tick is, is, is the poor droid that he was tormenting the whole time is now crawled off with that droid and everybody has left him for dead. Cad Bane, Arsing, and Valhelio, or whatever his name is, is now walking around the planet uh, separately from Maul and the Padawan. And the last panel, which I kind of liked, I, I thought it was really good, the last panel of Comic 3 is them, is, is basically her being like, hey, take these shackles off me. We're in this together for right now until all these hunting parties come down and we defend ourselves against the hunting parties, and then me and you can fight it out. And I thought that was kind of a neat twist on the comic. Like, I felt like, like... She felt that she could she could actually combat Maul because she doesn't know his background and she knew he's Sith at this point. Like she could feel that he's Sith, and he's yeah. like, you know what? I want to kill this Jedi fair and square. I'm gonna give you back your lightsaber, and we're gonna go at it. I, th- I think it's cute that you thought that was a twist. I mean, oh, that was, cute! That, you called that? that? Was, you okay? Wait, 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 w
the crashing of the ship on the planet in the honey no. craze. No, 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 okay. no, 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 okay. no, no, no. So you're saying no. you call that they'd be forced to fight M- with Maul each other? releasing what's her face from the the really elaborate like behind the back shackles thing, so that he could uh, first use her to, to to kill all the bad guys, and then have a real and proper showdown, you know, Sith versus Jedi, and finally prove his true worth as a Sith warrior. Of course. Of course it's going okay, 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 so, so let me ask you this. Is the fact that he thinks she's almost a Jedi Knight him uh, making himself feel better about killing her later? Or is it more along the lines of like a no, psychological like? No, I think that's played straight. I think that, that he senses that she basically was pretty much a Jedi Knight. She was on the cusp of being whatever, the okay. passing the trials yeah, it, it, or something? And it, 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 it's fair to say because she survived all this stuff so far. She's very strong-headed, very strong-willed. Um, okay, yes. Yeah, so, so you think that he really does think of her almost as a, an equal? I mean, I, this is a guy that was just expositioning, like, killing Rathars, being like, I'm the god, I can destroy you. Yeah, they're nothing, want. yeah. They're, yeah, this is and then now he's, yeah. now he's kind of like, like, okay. Well, this is, a, we'll play, this is finally, we'll this is a Jedi. This is, this is the, the big enchilada. And okay, okay. if he had, uh, if she had been instead some little, little baby Jedi, you know, then it would have been as hollow, and he would have had... He would have taken some, maybe some small measure in slaughtering a child, but um, hello, Anakin. But uh, <laughs> I was about to say, I was about to say, okay, All right, we're bringing up child slaughter in episode but the, four three. Okay, all right. But the fact, yeah, that that only happened in my head apparently. So uh, the uh, the fact that she wasn't a little little Jedi, but she was uh, pretty much a full blown Jedi. That he sensed that it's not him. He's not uh, betraying or not betraying. He's not fooling himself. He really does think, or at least that's the way, what I get. Yeah, the, no, no, I agree. She pretty much is a Jedi Knight, and so okay. Finally, so, so I could, I, I couldn't, his, t- I, I couldn't tell if like he finally got to his goal, and he was like, you know what, I'm going to boost this person up as much as I can for my own self. No, that would be lying, and lying is wrong. He's a Sith, John. <laughs> he's a Sith. I don't think no, he. I, yeah, I don't think he's don't, lying. I don't know. So you you feel that he was honestly feeling that she was a worthy adversary, and that's yeah, and she's portrayed so, that way. So, so okay, so so let's make sure that, that that everybody that's listening is following what we're talking about. So so basically, they they get away from all these different groups, and then finally at the very end of the fourth comic, where we, John and I, have stopped reading. We have not read the fifth comic. That's for the next uh, episode of the podcast. Um, so basically, they've slaughtered all these people. They've killed everybody that they need to kill. That's come down to hunt them. Anybody that's had the license, or at least that's close that has the license, they've both worked as a team, they've both worked together, they've killed all these people, and then suddenly both of them turn on each other in the last, like, five panels of the last page, and they're actually really well drawn. Yeah, that's really good. good. Yeah, really good, really good art, really good, really good storytelling, there's only, like, five words, but there's only, like, really good storytelling, like, you see both of them rip out their lightsabers, both of them look each other in the eye, they both know, hey, this is about to go down, now it's the real deal. And 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 the end of the end of comic four where we're at right now they, they've they've turned on each other they're about to to go to battle and and I I don't know I, I like like both of them seem very strong capable warriors in the comic themselves I don't know that much background on her you see so much exposition on him though during this whole series which of course it's called Darth Maul so you know I don't know which way it's gonna go but um, I kind of enjoyed those last like four or five pages of the of comic four. Where they're like fighting together, and then now they're gonna have to battle each other. I like. I think it was very well done. I think it was done in a, in a way that continues, um, continues his journey, and also is shows that she's pretty strong too. That she's not just some weakling padawan that's gonna like back down on him. Yeah. No. Uh, episode uh, issue four uh, is the strongest of the series so far. I have high hopes for number five. Um, I want you to comment on on that that last page of panels there. The panel, the second panel from the top with her in it. Describe that panel. What is that look? I know his look. His look is pure rage and hatred. What is her look? Yeah, I. I this is gonna sound bad, and I, I love the art in this book. I really do. I think it was like a, like a, just a. a I, I think it goes back to the same panel that we talked about earlier with the zombie Jedi. It's just a, a, a not so great drawn panel to where I think the artist is trying to convey that she's ready to go that she knows he's about to attack and I just don't think that the panel is drawn that well you don't you don't get any uh sadness Apprehension? That, she, no. that she knows where this is going and she's sad that it has to come to this there is a little bit of like 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 maybe liquid like, why, under the eyes are we really doing this like kind yeah, of an why? Art, or, yeah why? No, it's not it's not I'm afraid for my life it's 
You know, why, why, why must No, we... and I'm saying no because of the first panel. The first panel shows her hunched down, ready to fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. It shows, it, it shows him ready to fight, and I think that she's like, bring it on. Like, I, I really think it's, it's supposed to be a bring it on panel. It's I don't think not, it's... Okay, it doesn't get conveyed I, I, that way. I, yeah, I don't see bring it on at all. I see resolution and confidence. She's not scared. She's no, I very think she... confident. Yeah, but she, it's a okay, sadness. Okay. There's a sadness to it. And I actually, the more I'm seeing do you, do you think it's because of the panel, eyes? Do you think it's because yeah. of the way the eyes are drawn? Because well, that, like a, she's, like a she, her, bit, like her, her lips really kind of betray some sadness, too. Pout. But yeah. it's, it's, it's really, it's a, I, I love that panel. I really do. His, his uh, um, glare, in contrast. Um, oh, that's is, a pure mall glare. That is yeah. like, that is like, that is, that is like, like you see like in, um, in uh, episode one where he's like walking back and forth when Qui-Gon's meditating. Yes. When that when they strike that's the floor. His, yeah. Yeah, that's that's his that is like that is like the epitome of like or epitome of like just like perfect like mall. You know what I mean? That's like the it, and that's again why you really can't develop this character in my opinion like overall. It's just it, it, it's just pure hatred. It is well, yeah, it is one dimensional. And, and uh, that and that that third panel is that hatred. Like you could like it is very well drawn. I think that the second one I, you know, I think the second one was supposed to be like, okay, we're doing this now. Like, 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 all right, let's bring it on. Like, I really feel like it's not a sadness panel. I think it's supposed to be like a, like a, all right, let's do it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I dove into this and I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? Hmm. Um, it's, 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 you know, I don't think it's Twilight characters personally because like, like the horns don't really mess with the emotion in it, but it's just, it just doesn't convey well. You know what I mean? Okay. Conveys well to me. You see a sadness there. You see like I a, see a, oh, I, uh, thought, I thought we were going to be partners. Like like no, I don't. Not, the, how not could you think they're going to be partners? Maybe she sensed the good in him. There's no good in Maul. There's no good in Maul. There's, That's what they said about Darth no, Vader. You know, no, no, no. Maul has been like like no, no. Maul has been like like no. I I, I don't think there's I don't think there's any good in Maul. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's none. I think it is pure hatred, and I think that he is ready and willing to die for his beliefs. I, 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 I there is no good in Maul. I don't think we'll ever see a spark of good in Maul. Well, if it is, it, if it is, it's to his own advantage. It's, it's to, to, it's to move forward his plan to defeat the entire Jedi. I so, mean, there's just, there's no good. So, all right. So now, panel there's no four. redemption. No redemption. Panel four. Panel four. Yep. I'm looking at it. She, She's lighting she, up her lightsaber. She lights up her lightsaber first. Yep. Why? Because she knows it's on. She's bring not it on. okay. So I just so, said, okay. bring it on. She's right. ready to go. She's okay. done. we're she's done. not we're attacking done though, right? She's not. She's not making the mistake that Qui Gon made in uh, Balance. She's not attacking. He attacked. No, she no. Yeah, uh, she knows he's coming. Yeah, she yeah. It's it, no. She knows he's coming. Okay. She's defending her. She, she's, she knows she's the battle's about to. Ha- no, she's not. No, no, I no, no I'm saying about... she's. She's. Yeah, I, I, we're on the same page. That's, that's fine. Okay, I was just verifying. Yeah, she lights her lightsaber up first. I agree with that, uh, and I think the comic it it, it presents that very well. Um, uh, that second panel is very weird. I agree. Like the more I look at it, the more I'm kind of like, really? Like like a more like a like you gonna bring yourself in me? Like kind of like a, but but to be fair, her character throughout the whole comic has been like. Hey man, bring it on! And and, and to be yeah. fair, most of the Jedi that we've read about, you know, so far have been like, you know, we'll get out of this. We're Jedi. I, you know, and that they, brings they, up a good point. I wonder if we will see, uh, and if you know this, you can't say anything. But I wonder if we will see in the canon somewhere a cowardly Jedi, uh, a, a Jedi with really well, we see Jedi's with bad judgment all the time. But yeah, a cowardly Jedi. I'm trying to think if I have we seen a cowardly Jedi in what I know of the canon. Not, not that I know of. Um, Can you be seen... a cowardly Jedi? Is that even well, I, is I, that I an oxymoron? I, well, based on like Master Apprentice with Obi Wan, you're supposed to put put all that away. Like, like, yeah, you're you're supposed to be able to you're supposed to be able to topple that. You know what I mean? Like, you're you're supposed yeah, you may be in the inside, but you have to present no feelings on the outward side. You know what I mean? Like, you have to you have to be able to move that away and do what you need to do. Um, we've seen Jedi be completely wrong, though. I mean, oh, you know, very much, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, we, we, we've seen that. And again, though, I don't think she's wrong here. She's about to defend herself. She knows what's up. It's about to happen. Um, the panel's just drawn weird. The second panel's drawn weird. Like, the more I look at it, the more I'm kind of like, like, I thought it was like a, bring it on, let's go. 
Let's do no. this. She's she's, with, she's with sorry that it has to that she with has confidence. to cut him down. I don't I don't I don't buy that part though. I don't buy that. I don't I don't buy that she thinks she can like turn all or like she she has just discovered. All right, let, let's say this. She has just discovered the first Sith in millennia. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I couldn't turn you, and I'm a Padawan. Well, I mean, maybe she's on. sad because the Jedi killed all of his people. That, that no <laughs> BS. No, that's beep. I'll beep that out. That's BS. She's not sad in any way whatsoever. She's ready to fight. She's totally ready to fight. She's ready to go. And she knows she's got to fight them all, and it is what it is. But no, 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 no. Incorrect. She's not sad for his people. She knows nothing about the people. She knows nothing about Qui-Gon's tree people. No, she's not sad for the people. She's sad that she regrets what the Jedi had to do to his people. No. So um, nope. that brings nope. us to the well-belabored uh, conclusion of uh, issue four. Um, All right, so so let, let, let's start to to think about what what do you feel really quickly? What like what is your thirty-second opinion on what you think the last uh, comic is going to show us in this series? In well, this right, and I have not read issue five. I am very much looking forward to I seeing either. the I conclusion. I'm excited about it. I'm of the, of the story. It. Uh, she can't kill him. We know she can't kill him, so that's off the table. Will he kill her? I mean, will they really show him uh, like I don't know, cutting her in half or something crazy? I, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to happen. But, but she can't know that he's. She can't get back to the Jedi. So yeah, I guess she's got to die. Yeah, I, I think she's going to die. I agree with that, and I think mm-hmm. that I don't think it'll be as violent as like we saw the Rathar with the dude's boots just kind of sitting there. I, but I do think that um, it's going to be an emotional death, and I think it's going to register on him a little bit more than we think it will. But again, I don't think he's a good guy. I, I think he's just going to be like, yep. If it registers on him at all, well, we will talk about that next time because Agreed. that Agreed. would be – I got to think about that. Yeah, I got to think about that. Um, so so that we, we've, already, we've already seen him rebel from Sidious a little bit. Like he, like this whole Padawan mission is his, his own thing. Like he's like, yes, don't come on. Don't, but but that, not regret killing something. That, I haven't no, seen but, that but, 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 but I'm saying he's, 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 he's slightly disenfranchised with the system as it stands now. I, I feel like I feel like he's like I want to go do this. I can't go do this because my master he'll get pissed at me when I do it. And there's a little bit of rebellion there. He's a Sith, and I'm wondering that's if, in the job description. Of course, he hates the the situation as it is. That's they yeah, all do. But, yeah, but I'm saying he he. Okay, well, okay. Well, well, we'll discuss this next time based off <laughs> of what happens in the fifth comic. I'm excited to read the fifth comic. We're also reading the Age of Republic Darth Maul, which um, is going to be pretty good. Uh, yeah. I have a feeling, and and I'm wondering, so if you look at the timeline, it lines up with the same timeline as this story, but I wonder if it's either, um, I doubt it's going to be a summary of this story. I think it's going to be more along the lines of like a side story or something like that. I'm, I'm excited. I, I have to admit, this is a very, uh, the very four, first four issues were really good. I'm excited to read the fifth. I haven't read it yet, and I'm pumped. I like, I like, I like I'm, I'm waiting for us to get this podcast out so that I can go read it, because I, I want to know what happens. Yep, I'm there with you. Be sure to join us for our next podcast. We're going to be discussing the fifth and final book of this arc uh, in the Darth Maul series. I'm really excited about it. I like this I like this comic a lot. Um, I'm eager to see where his character goes. I, I have a feeling that uh, the uh, Jedi is going to go the way out. But we're also going to be covering the Age of Republic, which is the... Uh, Age of Republic Darth Maul specific comic. It's a one shot. I don't have a lot of faith in it, but we'll see what happens. This is the 11 Parsecs Podcast, episode number three or four, maybe. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a good review. And be sure to check us out at 11parsecs.com and Discord. I'm Jonathan Smith with the Maleficent Eric Thompson. Thank you for joining us.